Welcome to the Brennan and Rebecca podcast. This week we'll be interviewing Eric Kaiser. How are you today, sir? I am doing great. That's good. We got a couple questions for you today. Did you always want to be a youth minister? I did not always want to be a youth minister. Uh, uh, I, I might be jumping ahead in the questions here a little bit, but like when I was a kid, when I was a young, young kid, I wanted to be a stuntman. Uh, because I liked running into walls and jumping off things and falling, and uh, anyway. and then when I was my in my tweens, I wanted to be an actor. I really wanted to be like on Saturday Night Live and stuff. But uh, I'm a youth pastor now, and I didn't feel a call to ministry until I was 16 years old, and so. No, I didn't want to be a youth a youth pastor before this. I wanted to be a bit. I wanted to make money. I wanted to make money because my dad owned owns a business. My grandpa owned a biz. Own well, he's passed away now, but he owned a business, and my great granddad owned a ton of businesses, including an icy business. You know, like Icy's the drink. He owned he owned a, a business that you know did, did all that, and he also, I mean, he owned, they owned a lot of businesses, and they were, I mean, they were. They weren't like crazy rich like Kanye and Kim, but they were they were wealthy enough to give away money, and uh, and it not and it be something that was they were passionate about. So, I always wanted to be a businessman, like own own my own business, whatever that was. I didn't care. I just wanted to make money. But turns out in ministry, it's not really a money making enterprise. You don't make. And don't get me wrong, I'm well cared for, but. I, like I said once before to a friend when I was talking to them, there's no Corvette in my future. Do you have a wife or kids? I have a wife. Her name is Erica, and we've been married since 2006. And don't ask me to do the math for how many years that is because I'm awful at that. And I have a son who is eight, and I know that because I just recently did the math on that. And he's uh, awesome. He's goofy like me but he looks like his mom thank god so the best of both worlds what is his name his name is gus uh we named him because we thought it was a fun we wanted an old world name like an old guy like an old man name like that's what we wanted and we were watching psych a tv show uh, that used to be popular and one of the characters was his name is burton guster but no yeah, Bert and Guster, but they called him Gus, and we liked that name. And and we thought he'd be dumb like his dad, so we wanted to give him a name he could spell. <laughs> Do you have any pets? I have two pets, both of them dogs. Uh, one is named Daisy. She's a uh, red healer slash uh, terrier slash puma. Um I say that because she climbs trees to kill birds. What kind of dog climbs trees to eat? She kills birds and eats them. Yeah, it's crazy. And then we have a pit bull mix um, named Lucy. And she's like the sweetest dog ever. Both of them we rescue, were rescues. We adopt dogs instead of uh, breeding them because um, usually, well, they're cheaper. That's for sure. And also, um, I just... We have a soft spot for dogs that get left out. I think we'd have more dogs than that if I didn't let my wife... If I let my wife have her way, we'd have like 27 dogs. But um, I can only handle two. 
What was your childhood like? My childhood was... Honestly, my childhood was full of laughter. Like, my dad is goofy like me, uh, the way I'm goofy with Gus. And um, we laughed a lot. And my sister is crazy and funny like me. And my mom had a really great sense of humor, too. But my childhood was full of laughter and fun. And uh, it was rocky. I wouldn't say it was the best. There were times when, even as a kindergartner, I knew that my dad was struggling to to have money to feed us. Um, and they never, they didn't always shelter me. I mean, you know, you want, you don't want kids to feel bad about whatever situation you're in, but they didn't exactly shelter me, but they also didn't like put it on me to feel the weight of their concern either. So, uh, I had a realistically, I had so much fun as a kid. I mean, I look back and I think it was awesome. My dad was like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I had fun. I, I would come home from kindergarten. I remember living in kindergarten. Uh, in Farmington, New Mexico, and I would the bus would drop me off in my neighborhood. I would walk to my house, and I had a key to the house. I would go in, and my dad was usually asleep because he drove trucks at night, and my mom worked during the day. And so I would walk in, and I would put on Michael Keaton Batman with Jack Nicholson's Joker, and I would watch it over and over and over and over again until my sister came home from school. Uh, if Batman isn't good enough for your childhood, then I don't know what is. So I think I had a great childhood. Did you play any sports? I, <clears throat> as a child, yes, I played lots of sports. I played soccer and hated it. But every year I would be like, Dad, I want to play soccer. And he like, but you hated it. And I was like, yeah, but I want to play this year. And then halfway through the season, I'd be like, I want to quit. And he's like, you can't quit. You, you promised you this team you would play. And then I played baseball uh, as a kid, too. And I got the nickname Big Red because I would either strike out hit a home run or hit a ball all the way to the fence and I was a tubby little guy and so I would hit the ball to the fence and then make it to first base <laughs> by the time they threw the ball in I, I mean the normal at the average kid my age would have made a double or a triple even but um uh they called me big red because I'd hit the ball but then uh middle school came along and I played football and I loved football um but I had to have surgery uh, in the eighth grade on my hips and I wasn't uh, able to play for several years and so I just kind of missed out on football in high school too so but I was a manager and I got a state championship ring when we won state my senior year so uh, I can lie to my children and just tell them I I was the star quarterback and they, what are they gonna know I mean they're gonna look at my yearbooks or something when you were little did you have a passion for Jesus like you do now I did not <laughs> My granddad on my mom's side was a very scary preacher, um, like hellfire and brimstone, like if you don't get right with Jesus, you're going to burn in hell kind of preacher. And I know he loved Jesus, but and it, he was a product of his time and age, but I, I was afraid of Jesus growing up. It wasn't until I actually started a relationship with Jesus when I was 15 that I got my passion for him. So I wasn't passionate about Jesus when I was young. Um, I was more afraid of him, which is, which is what's cool with Gus and raising a son in now, you know, getting, letting him see, I mean, cause there is a truth in that. Like you don't want to be eternally separated from God. That's awful. 
but at the same time, God is not about fear. And so it's fun to be, have a Gus in my life to like show him how good Jesus is. So he doesn't have to fear him that way. Uh, where'd you come from? Where did I come from? Yeah. My mother's womb. When a mommy and a daddy love each other very much, they have a special hug. What do you mean, where did I come from? Like, where were you born? Or oh, like, how I was, did you get to Plains? Okay, I got you. I was, I, was born, I was born in Carlsbad, New Mexico, but my family lived in Artesia. And I call Artesia um, home, but we lived... I lived in Artesia for a little when I was, you know, when I couldn't remember. Then we we moved to Albuquerque. That was the first memory I had as a child was out living in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then we went back to Artesia, and then we moved to Farmington, New Mexico, and then we moved to Roswell, New Mexico, and then we moved to Artesia, and that's where I went to middle school or junior high and high school, and I graduated from Artesia High School there, and then. Uh, I went to Texas to find a wife because they're prettier here. Uh, no offense any New Mexicans listening, my three sisters, um, but they're prettier here. And I found a wife, but then I got stuck here. Like, I'm stuck in Texas, which is, I'm not complaining. I'm as close to New Mexico, my sweet, wonderful state that I love very much. I'm 15 minutes away, so it's good enough. But that's how I got here. Do you have an ideal family? Do I have a... We're the most perfect family I've ever known. Uh, the perfectest. Uh, you know, and I, I don't know what an ideal family is, but I do know that when my wife and I were dating, she comes from a very strong family. No, she doesn't have... Uh, her parents are still together. My parents are divorced. Um... Uh, she has three siblings. I have three siblings, but two of them are from a marriage, and I have a stepsisters and a stepmom. And we talked a lot about how we we didn't divorce was never going to be an option. And so, at the very least, we knew that love isn't something you feel for somebody; it's something you choose every day. You have to choose to love someone, and uh, so. If that's ideal, then yeah, we're still together and we plan to be together forever. Uh, we have dysfunction. I can be a jerk and she can be passive aggressive. And uh, Gus, of course, Gus is perfect in every way, but he can be a whiny little turd. Um, but he's really sweet. Like, And here's, here's what I know for sure. I need Erica and I need Gus. And Gus needs me, and he needs Erica, and Erica needs me and needs Gus. And, like, what's cool is seeing how God created Gus to be just what Erica and I needed in our marriage. Like, he's the sweetest kid ever. And even on really bad days when Erica deals with chronic migraines, um, like, on really bad days, my son, I don't, I don't do this, so I don't know where he learned it, but he goes, he'll get his favorite stuffed animal from his bedroom and take it into his mom in her bedroom when she's having a bad day and be like, here, here's Frosty. He'll make you feel better. And I'm like, yeah. like I didn't teach him to do that. So who who taught my son how to do that? I don't know. But like that just, of course, she cries when that happens. Happy tears, but she cries because he's just the sweetest kid. But so if we, if that means an ideal family, sure. I know my son has has a relationship with Jesus and my wife has a relationship with Jesus. And like, if that's all I had, that's that would be enough for me.
Did you know you were going to make a family? Yeah, I did. I love people. And so the idea of having more people in my life sounds like a wonderful idea. Like, uh, I mean, I always knew I wanted to be married because I'm, like, really into girls. And, uh, well, to one girl now, but I'm really in, I was really into women. Uh, she, and then I met Erica and got to know her, and she was, she was great. But I knew I wanted to get married, and I knew I wanted to have kids a lot because who my dad is to me like he's my greatest hero and still is uh not not best friend like we were we were always equals but um to as i'm getting older and more and and becoming more and more wise i realized how much i really needed my dad and so yeah i wanted to be a dad i wish I, i hope we can have more kids we've been trying for almost seven years now um have more kids but only God gets to decide whether we get kids or not. So I guess I'll have to talk to him about that. What's your purpose for being so friendly? Oh, why am I friendly? Well, uh, as a youth pastor, a lot of people, uh, first impression of me, so I think sometimes is like, what does he really want? You know, like, why is he friendly to me? Does What does he really want? Does he want people to like him? Does he want, and I do want people to like me. Um, or does he want me to go to his church or whatever? And yes, I do want people to come to my church. But I had a, I had a youth pastor. There's a youth pastor in Artesia. He was the he was the youth pastor not at my church, but at a different church in Artesia, uh, where I grew up. And his name was Mike Duff, and he's still the youth pastor at the same church. Uh, like I don't know, a bajillion years later, I'm old, and. Uh, Anytime he saw a teenager that he knew, he would, like, even if it was, like, across the room, he'd be like, Eric's here! Eric, what are you doing? How's it going? He'd be really excited to see him. And I knew how that made me feel, like, because, especially, I mean, coming from a divorce, a family of divorce, and then dealing with, you know, uh, insecurity. Everybody deals with insecurity, especially in the teenage years. And am I valuable, and do I matter? When somebody, like... It gets excited to see you because you're just there, not because of something you have to offer him. Like, I didn't even go to his church. I was very committed to my church, but he was still excited to see me. And so when I, the way that made me feel wanted, I want other people to feel wanted. Because I think the worst feeling in the world is to feel like uh, you're disposable and to feel like uh, it, your absence wouldn't matter to this world. And anybody who feels that way I want them to know that I'd notice that they were gone and I'd be sad if they were. So I'm friendly because honestly, that's kind of who I am. I can be a jerk, but I'm usually a jerk to people who are jerks, <laughs> like, uh, and so, which isn't nice. It's not right. That's not right. But I can be a really big jerk uh, and it's not hard for me to be a jerk, but I'm friendly because I think I mean, the right answer is Jesus loves everyone and we should love everybody too. Uh, but honestly, I just, that's my personality. I love people. They get me excited. And so I want to, I want them to feel happy too. Do you have any more questions, Rebecca? Mm-hmm. I got a question. How dare you? That was my question. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for meeting us, Eric. Thanks everyone have a good me. week. <laughs>